welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, bung bang! It's your man Clay Tron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, aka the Magnum PI of podcasting, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. It's uh, Australia Day weekend, they call it Invasion Day, you know. The history behind it, um, you know, indigenous people obviously here first, hence indigenous. You understand? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and you know, people invaded, called it their own, and there's a day to celebrate it. So, um, take that as you will. I'm I'm sipping on this uh, sipping on this here like turmeric tea you know how i feel about that i love my tea this isn't my favorite mug but it's a jaguar mug um which does the trick yo see everybody i see you guys not you guys not my stewies but i see a lot of people real people Podcast listeners posting their fucking motivational podcast like, oh, I needed this. Like, this is so good. Hey, guess what, bro? If you need a motivational podcast to get out of bed in the morning, you're a fucking pussy, bro. Pussy, bro. Your your favorite motivational podcaster, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll get... In a power stance, I'll get nice and low. I'll get nice and low looking like I'm about to pounce. And you know why I'm going to look like that? Because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to attack. I'm going to relentlessly attack with fury, with finesse. And they're not going to know what's happening. They're not, they're not going to know what's coming after them. And it's going to be the boss, man. And they're going to be like, stop, boss, man. Stop begging. Begging for mercy. And I'm going to I'm gonna be like, I'm not speaking no English. Because all me speaky is fury. And I bring that heat. So if you want to come. No Bruno. If you want to if you want to come into the podcasting game. And be all motivational and shit. Hey. Here's some motivation for you. You're a pussy bro. Come here for the realness. This ain't the shit that you always want to hear. But this is the shit that you need to hear. You see. I don't know what the what to do with the camera today. Um, because we got a new setup, obviously here. Look, I got this fucking cable. You can see this cable and shit. We need to, we need to move that. Um, we got a lot of shit going on at welcome to the party right now. So everybody just relax. Be cool. Um, yo, Chris Brown. Let's turn this, let's turn this mic around a little bit. Yeah. Chris Brown rape allegations. Rape allegations in Paris, bro. Niggas in Paris. Balls all hard, motherfuckers won't find me. First niggas gonna find me. You know? This niggas dancing and shit like, yo, 
I know you don't dance, but excuse me, miss. You know? And he's out there. You know how hard it is? Bro, first of all, this rumor comes out. This this information comes out through the media, TMZ, all that shit. Oh, Chris Brown under allegations of for rape. And everyone says, oh, Rihanna, bang, he did it. Stop being pussies, bro. Hey, sometimes I'm guilty of this. Sometimes I'm guilty of this, believing what I read. Stop being pussies, bro. If you're going to just believe it just because someone said it, especially the fucking media. Hey, hey, listen to this. One great man once said it. He's not a great man, but Donald fucking Trump. Fake news. That's what we're that's what we're dealing with here. So so everybody's gonna just believe it and be like, fuck that guy's a fucking piece of shit, he's a he's a fucking woman beater, all this shit. And it's like, wait, we haven't heard both sides yet, right? His mugshot come out, he looks disappointed as fuck. He's chilling, he hasn't been wilding too much. Then he posts a thing on Instagram, she lying, right? He's out. He's out of jail, he's been released um without charge. Some other chicks come out and said, um, like, oh, I was there. He didn't do it, blah, blah, blah. This is all, see? Now, now, this is what's going on. This Me Too shit. Everybody's coming out. Everybody's saying all this wild shit. One, the dude just got like, it just released. This information just fucking released that he owns all of his master tracks. Which means he's got money coming in. The money be coming in. The money be coming in. You know? Shout out to Wale. So the money be coming in. And then the next day it's a rape allegation. We're just trying to take niggas down. Niggas don't want to see us shine. So you're going to... You're just going to... Believe this bitch. And she's going to ruin dude's reputation. Yes, he fucked up. He smacked the shit out of my baby girl, Rihanna. He smacked the shit out of her. She looked fucked up on the yard. But you that doesn't mean that he's just going to be always doing that shit. Hey, maybe he's got a temper. Maybe he's got a fucking temper. And bitches be talking wild shit. Maybe being the most famous person in the world, you don't want pussy thrown at you all the time. And maybe sometimes you want to earn it. And maybe sometimes when they say no, it fucking... You just feel like taking the pussy. Maybe that's a thing. Okay? And I understand why people think maybe he did it. But you don't just condemn the man. Let their, let an investigation happen. Okay? And you know what? Don't say you raped somebody. I mean, don't say somebody raped you if they fucking didn't. Neither. Because there's no repercussions for, for that. If somebody says, oh, look, this dude raped me. There needs to be repercussions for that. They need to do jail time. Because that's so wild that you can dismantle a man's career, his life, his family with no repercussions. That's that's wild, bro. Let's turn this a bit. Alright? That's wild. It's not fair that, that that can happen to people. And then, like... Like, yeah, I understand 
the severity of the accusation and it needs to be taken seriously. But that doesn't mean that the whole public needs to denounce this man and start calling him a rapist and shit. It innocent until proven guilty, right? Or no? Or no? Right? And it fucks you up. It actually fucks you up because when you go to court, you don't get pronounced innocent, right? You get pronounced not guilty. So you all they say is, we didn't have enough evidence to say that you did it, but we're not sure that you're innocent, so you're just not guilty. It should be called not guilty dot 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 yet because they they still have doubts about you. But so does the world. So niggas lose their job, all that shit. No, like you don't have a job anymore. Your family is like, fuck, what the fuck's this shit? You know, your parents, your parents don't fuck with you. Your, 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 your wife, your kids, your boys, your boys are like, yo, that's foul, dude. You, are you a rapist? I didn't think you were a rapist, but now I kind of think you're a rapist now. You know, it's like, when does it end? I once got punched in the back of the head, which is cowardice. It's fucking, you don't punch someone in the back of the head, but you know who doesn't know any better? Bitches. Right? So this girl punched me in the back of the head. And I turned around and kind of like, like pulled back. I pulled back. So like if I turn around and they swung again, I felt like I was going to dodge it. I turn around and there's a female behind me who punched me. What if I just turn around swinging and put this bitch down? What happens then? You know what happens. I get labeled as a woman beater. I go to prison. She's the victim then. It It's like weaponized feminism. Like it's taken so seriously now without investigation that you have weaponized feminism. Like people are going to believe you no matter what. You can start shit. You can say shit. You can say what you want. You can punch dudes in the back of the head and no one's going to say shit to you. Everyone's going to be like, oh, well, why do he hit you? And then, you know, 10 years later, there's going to be footage that somebody finally decides to release and it shows me getting belted in the back of the head before turning around to defend myself, right? And someone finally had the courage to speak up against a fucking woman for once. Hey, 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 maybe he did it. I don't fucking know. I wasn't there. But I think before Twitter and Instagram and fucking every, what's the phrase? Tom, Jim and Nancy or whatever the fuck. Before everybody just starts condemning this man and saying he's guilty. Let's just fucking wait a minute and hold the fuck up. You know, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's like that other shit that happened this week or last week. Whenever the fuck it happened. This kid with the MAGA hat on standing in front of a Native American and everyone started shitting on this kid like this fucking kid like so disrespectful and shit like he walked up to this guy and was like getting in his face and shit. Turns out they're at like a fucking rally or some shit and the Native American actually was singing and dancing up towards him. But there's no video, like the video didn't come out straight away, just the picture, which made the kid look like a little smug prick. Now, is he a smug prick? Probably. 
He looks like his dad's a lawyer. He looks like he goes out picking fights and he's like, do you know who my fucking dad is? Like, that's what he fucking looks like. He looks like his shorts are the perfect length for if, if he fell over, he would for sure graze his knees. He looks... You know what he looked like? He looks like one of those dudes that, like, he w- he looks like um, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. He looks like what Brett Kavanaugh looked like when he was in high school. Like, when he was in high school touching booties and shit that he wasn't supposed to be touching. That's what this kid looks like. So, of course, people are going to think that. But you jump to it too quick. See how I waited? Because I don't think I've talked about this kid yet. See how I waited till now to talk about it? Now that there's footage showing that he didn't actually like go up and start getting this um, Native American's face. You got to wait, bro. Hey, sometimes I don't wait. Sometimes I don't wait. And I need to work on that. And I'm working on that. See how I'm getting better? See how I'm now a motivational podcast? You pussies, bro. I don't mean to disrespect my stewies. I love you guys. For the new listeners, Stewies are my students. I'm the PhD of podcasting, so I'm always teaching. I'm always teaching everything. I'm always delivering lessons to you motherfuckers about everything. Do I know what I'm talking about all the time? No. I'm like Dr. Fucking Phil over here. Like, I have a platform for no reason, and I'll tell you what I think like it's the fucking gospel truth. Is it? No. Is it just my opinion? Based purely on emotional energy? Yes. Is it fucking hilarious? Yes. Is that why people listen? Yes. Will I ever stop? No. Will you stop coming to me for my humble opinion? No, no, no. No, you got a problem. You give feedback. Maybe I won't give a fuck about it and I'll tell you the God's honest truth. And that will most likely be, hey, listen, guy, guy that doesn't know me and that I don't know or give a fuck about, I don't care what you got to say, you know, because I know how your internet fucks start coming with all the heat instead of just saying, oh, Clay, you know what? Clay's reviews is fun the way it is, but what you should do is instead of doing it out of 10, you should do it out of five because it's like easier to count. And I'll say, hey, get educated. Hey, you can't count to 10. Go to school. Hey, you can't count to 10. Get some little blocks or some little wooden blocks, which taught me how to count and count and learn how to count. Hey, get a coloring book. Hey, you ever do count by numbers or paint by numbers, whatever it's called? No, because you can't count to 10. I don't give a fuck. I won't do a five star system. Five-star system isn't enough tiers. Ten is what I need to give an accurate review. Clay, it sounds like you really enjoy that movie, but you only gave it a 6.5. Why? Why? Because it was fun to watch. It was great to watch. So that's why it sounds like I really enjoyed it. Was it technically brilliant? Was the score amazing and original? Was there all these crazy camera shots that made me feel different emotions? Or was it just a wide shot for 90 minutes? How was the lighting? Did the lighting make me understand the mood of the scene or was it just shot outside during the day for the whole time? 
Did it feel like the day went for three weeks or did I see the difference between morning, afternoon and evening? Do you understand what I'm saying? There's le- there's levels to this shit. Okay? Clay's Reviews doesn't need a change. Wait, am I arguing this to somebody who I made up? Yes. It, do I get carried away sometimes? Yes. Is that the beauty of the podcast? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man. There's more, there's more liberal bullshit going on. Man, I'm just going to take a sip of this because this is, this is how infuriating this shit is. Mm. Oh, I wish I had some dessert tonight. It's too late. Be, be cool, be easy, you know? But, um, so this actress, Jamila Jamil, um, she's turned down playing a deaf woman in a movie. Check this out. She was actually born partially deaf, but got her hearing back. Unreal. Congratulations. Clap it up for my girl. Uh, what's her name? Jamila Jamil. Uh, Triple M, if I can just get a little uh, clap there for, for Jamila. Getting her fucking hearing back. That's lit, Jamila. But then she gets this opportunity to play this role of a deaf person. She says, I don't want that role. We need to give it to an amazing deaf actress. Hey, that's very noble of you. But you're an actor. The reason you became an actor was to pretend to be other things. That's... That's what acting is. It's not about being who you are. Because the other, the only movie that I would be able to be in is a retired basketball player turned podcaster. How often is that role going to come along? And I couldn't even be a white one. I'd have to be a black one. Like, it's, it's absurd to only play yourself in things. Just because you, you've got a disability or a different sexual orientation doesn't mean that's what you've got to only play. And hey, this deaf woman, hey, Jamila, this deaf woman then, I don't want her to play anything else but deaf people, okay? Because that's what you're saying. You can only play hearing people. Jamie Foxx played Ray Charles. Was that wrong? Because Jamie Foxx can fucking see. Did you know that? I know he's a good actor and maybe you believed he was blind, but he can fucking see clearly. Now the rain is gone. Money making Mitch. I would love a coin for that. Cause I dropped gems. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. That's a quote from a classic song talking about Jamie Foxx playing Ray Charles. I am fantastic at what I do. And yes, I'll pat myself on the back. The closest thing we've got to a backpack is probably clapping. I said backpack, but I meant backpat. We make mistakes some here, sometimes here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but that's fine. Um, yeah, right. So she she reckons she's all noble doing that shit. Hey, whatever helps you sleep at night, Jamila. But check this out. Don't go judging Brian Cranston because he's playing a quadri- quadriplegic. All right? We know from last episode, we know that a quadriplegic just recently got his dick sucked. Or sucked a dick. He sucked a dick. It was his dream to be in a porno and he sucked a cock. Right? Because he's gay. He's a gay quadriplegic. And he wanted to be in a porno and he sucked a cock. Okay? So quaddies are winning. They're winning at the moment. Okay? So Brian Cranston played a quadriplegic 
and it's all backlash. Why didn't we get a quadriplegic actor? Huh? Okay. How many quadriplegic actors are there? First off, it cannot be a large pool. Second off, how many, if any, how many, if any, man, I'm killing it tonight. I'm actually killing it with my musical references. How many, if any, are actually going to be great actors like Brian Cranston has proven himself to be? I'll give him a chance. Just give him a chance. Give me a fucking chance. So Brian Cranston then, okay, check this out. White, straight, male, okay, um, elderly or middle to late aged, mid, late, mid, I don't know, 50 plus, okay, white, straight, male, older gentleman, um, healthy, uh, rich. He's fucking rich. He's wealthy. So that's all he can play. That's all he can fucking play is the sequel to Wolf of Wall Street when, when Jordan Belfort's fucking 55. What are you fucking cunts talking about, bro? Acting is acting. Acting is pretending. What's, oh, Clay, what's wrong? You're acting all mad. Oh, I'm just playing, bro. I was just acting. I was just pretending. I'm not actually mad. I'm actually having a really good time. Do you know what I mean? Acting is pretending. It's a synonym. And that's what the job is. Pretending you're somebody else. Is Brad Pitt a spy? Because last time I checked, he was the lead in Allied. Okay? Do spies have to play spies? Do doctors have to play doctors? George Clooney was in ER. You know, Ellen Pompeo is in Grey's Anatomy. Get her out. She's the highest paid woman on TV, I'm pretty sure. You're going to tell me Oprah? No, Oprah's not on TV anymore. Ellen Pompeo is killing it right now. She's not even a doctor. Get her out of there. Take her job away. Do you understand what I'm fucking talking about? It's foolish. I've, ha I've had this discussion with you guys before. But it's going to keep coming back. As long as these people with their fucking liberal agendas keep trying to save the world one fuck shit at a time. Like, no one cares. You're not helping anybody. You're not, like... You're not changing the world the way that you think you are. You know? Like, that's not equality. That's not equality. A acting roles? That's the least of anyone's fucking worries. As long as there's fucking ramps for him to get into restaurants and fucking lecture theaters and like um, hospitals, shit, they need access. They need fucking access. That's their worries. They're not worried that their worries don't come down to fucking to acting, man. Like that's not saving the world. Worry about starving kids. Worry about cancer. Cancer. That's the thing. That's the thing that people are dying from every day. Quadriplegia sucks, yes. Do they need more roles? I don't fucking think that matters. When Will and Jada Smith are fucking worried about how many roles black people are getting, I don't give a fuck about you millionaires who think they're struggling. You know? I'm worried about black people who aren't getting an 
equal chance to work at fucking McDonald's. Okay, that's who, that's the ones I'm fucking worried about. I'm not fucking worried about millionaires who who don't get in don't get enough Oscar nominations. Who gives a fuck? How vain and selfish are you? Holy Hannah, bro. These actors, man, they they think they think in a whole different way. Whole different way. Like you giving like you're a fucking hero, Jamila, for giving up your role for a fucking actual deaf person. Like, congrats, man. You're so fucking brave. You stood up to them, man. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of here. I get I get it. I get the where the where the thought was coming from, but there's more to fucking worry about than that shit. You motherfuckers are building a wall to keep the animals out. What? How about you all give up your jobs, actors, and just make Hollywood Mexican then? Because they're not getting equal opportunity. Do you hear what I'm saying and how fucking foolish that is? That is what you sound like when you do this shit. Alright? Lord. What else we got? Um... Yo, I saw... Oh, no, I didn't just see it. I've been seeing it for years and I've, I've just about had enough of it. And it needs to be discussed. It needs to be addressed. It's my friend's birthday, right? Catch up with him, get a beer, get dinner. Send him a text, maybe. Maybe we're both busy. Send him a text. Happy birthday, bro. Um, keen to catch up soon. Yep, cool. Females. Why do you think you need to fill up an Instagram story of 100 separate photos um, of you and your friend? Is it perhaps because your friend's getting all the attention on her birthday and you don't want people to forget about you? Is that perhaps the issue? Is that your gift to them? Look at all these pictures. Or are, you, or are you saying, hey, everybody, look how close we are. Look how good a friend I am. Pay attention to me. Is that what you're doing? Because I think that's what you're doing. Don't forget about me on Sally's birthday. Don't forget about Emma on Sally's birthday. Look at me. Look how many pictures we're in together. Look how young we were when we were first friends. Oh, look at us traveling together. Look how much better than her I look in this picture. And it's her birthday and I don't give a fuck about embarrassing her with this ugly fucking picture. Do you understand that this shit is very transparent and we can see through it? All of us. It's unbelievable. It's psychotic behavior. That's what it is. It's upsetting. It's selfish. It's vain. It's self-promoting. Um, the, the level of self-importance is, is, is astounding. The vanity. The, the attention grab. Like, it's just... It's so crazy. It's so crazy that you can... Use someone else's birthday for your own benefit, for your own 
need for gratification for people to pay attention to you. It's unreal. It makes me sad. It makes my belly hurt. It makes my belly be like, is the world we live in you know <clears throat> selfies bro disgusting disgusting selfies bro foul bro foul how no what is like <laughs> is there a thought process to it or are you just doing it because you've seen other people do it why are you taking pictures like that Doing these fucking, these fucking pouty faces. Sorry, that was very visual for the people that were just listening. I was doing that one for YouTube, but like, uh, all these fucking faces. These bitches take like 100 pictures of one pose to try and find a good angle and shit. Embarrass yourself. How important do you think you are? How good do you think you are that you think, oh, you know what? I need to take a picture of myself and share it with the world right now. I need to do that. I need to take a picture of myself and share it with the world. For anybody who wants to see it, I need to share that right now. But Clay, what do you... What do you mean? Like you, you do a podcast. Does that like, you think everybody gives a fuck about what you have to say? Hey, guess what? I'm using words. I'm talking about things other than myself. It's not just a picture of myself that I took of myself for the sole purpose of receiving likes so I can feel good. Yo, how sad is that, bro? Oh man. And some of you bitches look like Dog the Bounty Hunter, bro. Some of you literally look like you're cooking a meatloaf under your fucking shirt. Some of you look so sick. Some of you look sweaty. You know that wet makeup you put on? You look sick. You look like you've got a virus and your body's trying to sweat it out. Get it out of your system. That wet, wet, wet fucking makeup. Man, and this lip shit, like injecting your lips with some type of serum to make them fat sausages with no shape. Like some of them look good. Some of them look a little bit poutier, a little just, they haven't gone overboard. But some of you bitches look like you got cocktail franks dangling from your nose, bro. Oh, sometimes I'm like, oh, stop playing with your foot. Oh, fuck. That's your face. You look swole up. You look like you're allergic to bees, motherfucker. You look like you opened a pot of honey and it was a bit too fresh and actual bees started flying out and stinging you directly on your lips. Cocktail Frank face. I'm looking at you and I'm like, shit, I need some fucking ketchup to put on my cocktail Franks. What? Did I just arrive at a cocktail party? Oh, that's your fucking face? And then you have the nerve to take a selfie and then post a motivational quote like that's what you meant. 
a picture of you pouting your little fucking duck face and then say, just be you today. I'm thinking about everybody in the latest disaster. A wise man once said, men aren't wise because women can do it better. Ha ha ha. Oh my God, check out my new car. There's no car in the fucking picture. It's just your fat head and fucking swole up lips. It looks like you just boiled a kettle and started pouring it on your face. That's how that wet makeup looks and your big old cocktail Frank Kransky lips look like. You got kielbasa lips. You got kielbasa sausage lips. And you think that they're DSLs, dick sucking lips for the layman's. And you think you look all sexy, but it looks like you've, your face looks like, your lips look like two cocks laying side by side. (laughs) Oh shit. Oh shit. I'm sweating right now. You can probably see it in the video. But it looks like, like my sweat right now looks like your face when you put that wet makeup on. You need, you need to get a grip. You're wilding out there. Oh man, there's just no realness on Instagram. And like, I know everybody. Everybody's like, yeah, I keeps it real. I keeps it real, son. I'm the realest nigga you ever met. You're a fuck boy. You're a fuck boy. Hey, guess what's not dope? Posting pictures of money. You fuck. Um, you standing it, leaning on your car. You fuck boy. Um, you're shirtless. Mirror pics, you mirror boy, fuck boy, bitch, boy. You're a little boy if you do that. You're not a man if you do that. That shit is that shit is legit pussy shit. If you do that shit, you've got a small dick. No questions asked. You've got a small dick if you need to take a picture in front of your car for validation. You're, you're a penny, bro. And that's fine. I'm not pin shaming. It's fine to have a tiny little toddler cock. That is fine. Um, your fuck style's not dope though. You're not bringing girls to climax when you got a little toddler dick. Hey, your rented car looks dope, bro. And I'm happy for you. And I hope it goes really, really fast when you take it out to the track. Cause you know where we live society bro where there's speed limits and you're not able to drive that car the way it's supposed to be driven that's i'm just saying hey i'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news but you have a tiny little dick bro your dick is smaller than your bitch's lips bro that's sad man is that what she's doing getting those kielbasa kransky lips she hasn't had a she hasn't had a decent sized fucking slab in her mouth in 
as long as she's been with you. So she's just like, I'll build some on my face. <laughs> That's foul, man. Well, I forgot what I was saying. Instagram. It's so fake, bro. You're all fake. Oh, Clay, you've got Instagram. Oh, welcome to the potty's got Instagram. My Instagram, I guess it's fake. It's not about me anyway. It's Clay. It's basically just Clay's reviews. I basically post Clay's reviews on there all the time. Sometimes some other shit. Rarely some other shit. I don't want you cats to know what I'm doing. You're watching this video and you're like, oh shit, he's got a little uh, whiteboard in his house. I don't, that's as much as I want you to know about my fucking house is that I've got a whiteboard in it. Don't fucking ask me about what I'm doing. Hey, you need to be more personable on Instagram. You're a bitch, bro. If you know me, you know me. If you don't know me, you know the PhD podcast and just because I keep teaching you all this shit, all right? Instagram isn't for you to get to know me. I am for you to get to know me. You understand? I'm a person, bro. Talk to me. Hey, when you invite me to a party and I say, oh, what's the details? Don't say, oh, check the fucking Facebook. Don't say that. You know what you should do? Fucking tell me to my fucking face because I'm standing here asking you. You understand? It's all fake, bro. It's all fake. Community, social network. No, bro. There's nothing communal about it. The love's fake. Everyone telling you how gorgeous you are. It's fake, bro. The hate. Everyone telling you how much of a piece of shit you are. It's fake, bro. They don't know you. These motherfuckers don't know you. Girls. Girls will like a picture. Comment on it. Close their phone. Turn around to the girl sitting next to them and start bitching about the girl they just... They just they just compliment it in their comments. They will do that, bro. It's fake. There's nothing communal about it. That community does not give a fuck about you, bro. Yo. Check this out. If I go bankrupt, I've only got a thousand followers. If I go bankrupt... And I say, yo, I just need $1,000. Everybody, can you please just donate $1 each to my GoFundMe so I can pay rent uh, for the next, you know, however long and, you know, eat and all that. I'd get about $30 from my fucking friends. You understand? No one gives a fuck about you on Instagram. I hope you, I hope I've drilled that in. No one cares about you, bro. Your friends care about you. Your family cares about you. People around you care about you. Instagram, don't give a fuck. And that's why if you read your comments and someone's being foul in there, don't respond to it. Because all they want is attention. Because they're pussies too, taking shit too seriously. And they've got some demons, bro. They've got some little gay demons inside them fucking. Some little gay demons butt fucking inside of them. You know, I'm not dissing gay people. I'm just, I'm dissing the demons. These demons, bro, they're in there fucking and they're so stupid. They're trying to multiply, but they're doing, they're doing anal sex. Hey, one might be a male, one might be a female. I don't know how to tell the sex of demons. The gender. I don't know. Apparently biology doesn't mean anything in gender anymore. I, I don't know. I'm just the messenger. 
Um, but these people that hate on you in your comments and shit, who gives a fuck about them, man? They don't know you. So don't get upset. Don't cry. Don't hate yourself. These people are fucking idiots, man. Trying to get some attention. Trying to get some insta clout. Get the fuck out of here. Pussies, bro. It's all pussies. Um, shit. How long have we been going? Like 40 minutes? Have we got Triple M? We got some uh, sport. I don't think I've got any sport to talk about today. Serena lost. Um, I don't really care about tennis. How's my Dan's not home? Serena lost. Um, James Harden. Yeah, Triple M. Just give us the uh, the short one. Um, James Harden is being overutilized and it's just not sustainable. The amount of shots he's taking off of no assist, like he's going to burn out. And I hope he does because I don't, I don't like it. I don't like this brand of basketball. I'm off it. I'm over it. I've had enough of it. He's killing and I respect his skill, his tenacity. He's playing for the regular season MVP, which means absolutely Nathan. Um, and yeah, I don't know, man. Like, who, like, what am I supposed to fucking say about this guy? He's a killer. He's a fucking killer. Is he going to win MVP? Maybe. Do I care? No. Will he win a championship in his career? No. They should have kept Melo. They're both fucking losers. Damn. Tell us how you feel, Clay. Um, that's all I really wanted there. Triple M, if you want to um, throw us some of that poor posture of the week, we'll... Uh, Dive right into the emails. Um, this is sick. Okay, mom who gave birth in car. She gave birth to her baby in her car. You already know this is trailer trash. Okay, is that being presumptive? No, I can fucking see the picture of this bitch right here. She named the kid, check this out, Adam Bomb. Oh, sorry, can you enunciate that better? Did you say Adam Bomb? A-D-A-M? No, Atom Bomb. A-T-O-M Bomb. B-O-M-B, man. Bombs over Baghdad. I am fucking killing it with the, Easy money. Um, the song references tonight. But, um... Yeah, so this woman gave birth to a baby in a car, named the baby Atom Bomb, that's child abuse, and then she's been arrested. For what? F for what? Have one fucking guess. What did she call her child? Atom Bomb? Is that some brand of meth you can buy? Probably because she got arrested for possession of that good, good crystal meth um yo let me tell you this her eyes are so sunken into the back into her head she looks like she's trying to look backwards bro she looks like she's literally trying to have eyes at the back of her head <laughs> yo if she closed her eyes i could easily eat a, eat a whole tub of yogurt out of one eye socket i'm not playing i'm not playing with you right now Yo, she's so pale, bro. She could easily star in Twilight if she 
didn't look like shit. And she actually looked, if she looked much better than that, but she's as pale as a fucking vampire. She's trying to look backwards. She is a reverse praying mantis. Her eyes are so inside her head, bro. She's looking at her own brain. Bro, you know how you can sometimes imagine, like, you know how, like, you visualize things when you're thinking? Her eyes are so far inside her head, she can literally see what she's thinking. (laughs) She can see what she's thinking, bro. She looks like shit. Her posture is fucked up, bro. Um... Her, t- her, her kidneys get taken away uh, and put into a home with somebody who actually gives a fuck. They need to change the kid's name. Atom Bomb? Unless that kid is a fighter or an actor, I don't want to hear it. And if it's a fighter, I want to fight it. I hate that that kid's name's Atom Bomb. Hate that. I want to slap the shit out of this woman. Oh, oh. Is that incriminating to say? She's not... She's in... Where is she? Hold on. Open that triple M. Open the uh, article. <coughs> Let me have a sip of this fucking tea again. That's the last mouthful. It's not going to open. And that's whack, bro. I'm so over technology, man. Just open it. Here we go. It looks like it. North Carolina. North Carolina. I was, you know what my guess was? Florida, of course. Oh, oh, close up. She looks like shit. Oh my God. Her posture is actually fucked up. She actually looks. Oh, oh yeah. I hate to say it. I do hate to say it. She looks like a number six. Her posture is wild. What's her name? Jessica Dawn Killian. That is a meth name for sure. I thought her last name was going to be Burns. I thought she was going to be Mr. Burns' daughter. Because her posture is so fucked up, bro. What else have we got? Toddler shoots mum with shotgun from backseat of car. Gun control. Do I feel sorry for somebody who had a shotgun in the backseat with, with a toddler? Absolutely not. You deserve to die. Um, I don't need to give you a punishment because you've been shot with a shotgun. You fuck. Shot her through the seat. Oh, he didn't even kill her. Critically wounded her. That's what she gets, man. Who sits a shotgun next to a child in the... Kill yourself. Since you didn't die, since you didn't die from your kid shooting you, kill your fucking self. I'm sorry to say it. I'm sorry to be the one that has to say this. Um, This woman here got arrested. Now, I have to disagree with whoever sent this in. Um, This woman got arrested for dancing naked in a Waffle House parking lot. Now, now does she look like if you look at her picture of her fucking face, her headshot, her mug shot, bro. If you look at that, does she look 
does she look like Christopher Walken's retarded stepdaughter? Absolutely. Was that terrible to say? Yeah. But do I say what I want on my fucking podcast? Yes. Now, now does she look like that? Yes, she does. Does she look like the typical um, applicant of Paul Potter of the Week? Absolutely. But she, I feel like she was just doing her thing, man. She just dropped her pants, exposed herself, got that, got that fucking puss out. And started dancing. She was just feeling it. She was having a good time. She was just having fun. Okay, so let's just read the rest of this Triple M and see, like. Hold on, what happened? Uh, I don't know. This. Whoever wrote this is fuckhead. Um. Okay, hold on. Zobrist, is this is that this woman? Okay, her name is Ryder with a Y, Zobrist. She was trespassing at the Waffle House when this dude got to work. Um she was acting weird and she was asked to leave. She didn't leave. Um, she left her belongings behind. He didn't throw them away. He got into his car and she came back and that's when she... Okay, she got... Oh, okay, she got verbally abusive, cussing, threatening. That's not funny. Okay, she doesn't have poor posture of the week. I'll tell you what she does have. Um, she, Her face looks like it's been laid with bitumen. Like... <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to be mean. I am though. She looks like... She looks like um, I-95. She looks like Interstate Highway 95. Her face looks that rough. She looks fucked up. She looks like she's absolutely been through it. Um, she looks like the before photo in a microdermabrasion commercial. I'm sorry I had to be the one to say it. I'm sorry I had to be the one to say it. I don't, I don't mean any disrespect, but I do. I don't give a fuck about Ryder Zobrist, where the fuck her name is. Um, we got another fuckhead with emotional support animal and that's fine. Get a dog, get a cat. That's fine. Get a rabbit, get a fucking house animal. This guy has an emotional support alligator. Hey, guess what? I hope the motherfucker eats you. I hope your emotions go through the roof when it bites you. And I, I just, I cannot stress enough how much you, you look like a candy cane dude. You're all bent out of shape. Your posture is terrible. And people like you cannot be let out. If you are that crazy that you need an emotional support animal and you choose alligator, bro, you're not safe to be out in society. Okay? You're, you're fucking gross. You've got, you've got another family here. Body odor gets them kicked off playing Miami. And so it fucking should. Body odor can really be offensive. Me, right now, I'm wearing cologne and um, deodorant. I smell delicious right now. I'm so happy that I'm not out and about because I would I would feel like Chris Brown because bitches would be jumping all over me. Easy money, easy money. 
Money making bitch. What would it be? Easy money. Thank you. I'm not. I smell delicious. If you smell like shit on a plane, I'm snitching. Bottom line. Um, like this. Like this. Money making bitch. Can you give me the uh thing? I'm gonna be like this. It's gonna beep like that. And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna fucking I am gonna tell this dude she's gonna come up. Um, hello, sir. How can I help you? Um, this nigga three C's back. He smells like shit. My face hurts. My face hurts. He smells so bad that it's coming. The smell is coming in through my skin. Oh, what do you? Oh, so you're um. Oh, you dry reach. Oh, don't no. If you want to pee, don't do it on me. Just can you kick these niggas off the plane? Thank you. And then what happens? They don't kick them off the plane, and so you know what happens. I, I get a fucking refund. I I fucking get a refund three fucking times. There's no, there's just no need. You know what? If she if she actually went back there and said, "Excuse me, you're." You smell like shit. If she went back there and she said, you smell like shit, Duke. You need to get off this plane or we're not going anywhere. <laughs> the plane would erupt. Yes. Yes. Get him out of here. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Unacceptable. Unforgivable. It's a small confined space. This is a small room. Now I've got to tell you, during this podcast, I did fart. I did fart. I don't know if you heard it. I'm not embarrassed about it. And this room, it smells It smells now. It smells. I'm sorry to say that. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rachel. I know you hate that. But she's not in here. She doesn't come in here. This is my stewie. This is my studio. This is my lab. Okay, so it smells in here now. So if you, st- if you sit on a fucking plane... And you fart or you smell like shit or you take your fucking shoes off and you and your feet smell like feet, bro. Everybody's going through with them. And they hate you. And you don't deserve to be on a plane if that's how you're gonna that's how selfish you're gonna be. I don't even wanna click on that one, bro. This is the last one. Cause this is disgusting. Maybe. It might not be. It's not loading. We might not have to read it. Try it again, Triple M. This one, the heading for this one is Super Poo Donors Wanted, but I don't, I don't know. I haven't read anything about it, so I'm not even able to riff on it. So I'm just waiting for this shit to load. Hopefully it does. It's taking me a long, Triple M. Fuck it. Whoever sent that in, I apologize, but send me a better link. Um, Triple M, you know what to do. Clay's reviews. Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. Now I watched this fucking documentary everyone's talking about at the moment on Netflix. The, the Fire Festival documentary. Yo. This fucking guy. 
spoiler alert. I'm gonna I'm gonna run this whole fucking thing down, okay? As quickly as I can. It's already been an hour and I'm getting a bit tired. I want another drink of water, of water, chill. Um this fucking guy, Billy McFarland, he had this credit card business called Magnesis. Right? It was an excuse exclusive um credit card. Uh exclusive credit card club where you basically you got this credit card and you got invited to events and all this shit and you got to meet people. Basically a credit card for fucking losers with no friends. That's what it sounds like. Anyway, everyone who got it thought thought that were dope. This dude makes millions off of it. It's not a thing anymore. So it sounds like it was a full stitch up. Anyway, this guy decides after he makes all these millions, he decides I'm going to start my own fucking Oh shit. Oh shit. That was me yawning. <laughs> Am I that boring? No, this shit's lit. All right. He's going to start his own music festival. And he's like, he wants it to be better than Coachella. Like bigger, better, more lit. Calls it fire with a Y. When you spell something not right to try and make it cool, it makes it so fucking lame. Just so you know. Anyway, he... He, he's going to, down to like Barbados or some shit. Um, and he, he says, he, bring, he brings down all these um, Instagram models and shit. This is just for the promo. Instagram models, Ja Rule, who he's like buddied up with. Ja Rule's like the face of this fucking shit. He brings all these Instagram models down to this island to just party and shit and they will film it. It's like Emily Ratajkowski and all these... Um, like Victoria's Secret bitches, all this wild shit. They go down there, take all these pictures and promote it. Hashtag Fire Festival. It's, so it was looking lit. The tickets are expensive as fuck and it's mad exclusive, right? And so all the girls, the, this video comes out, um, the promo video, and it just goes fucking viral because the promo video, to their credit, was fucking sick. It looked dope. Um, and so they get to work. They hire all the best at everything, best at marketing, best at uh, catering, best at, uh, you know, stage prep, whatever, whatever the fuck you need for a music festival. They hire the best of the best. Um, they keep running out of money and he just, he keeps getting investors, keeps stitching up investors to pour more money into this thing. But when he released the promo video, he said he was going to buy this fucking island, which was Pablo Escobar's island back in the day. And they said, yep, you can buy it. Just you're not allowed to tell anybody that it was Pablo Escobar's. First thing he does, this promo video comes out on Pablo Escobar's island. Bang, you're not allowed to buy this island anymore. So he has to change island. He's got too many people coming to this fucking shit. And no plans for waste, like pissing and shitting, all right? It's just not making sense. His people, his advisors, they're like, yo, this shit's not going to work, dude. Anyway, they find a site and they start getting getting this shit together. They're promising lofts and shit. Like, oh, if you pay this much, you get this. If you're an influencer, you get this. If you're this, you get this. Um, he, he starts running out of money and it's not looking cool. It's not looking good. He makes the whole fucking thing cashless says you get this wristband, you got to load it up with cash. He sends out an email to everybody that's bought tickets and he says, everybody 
has been putting on about three grand, but if you want this, this, and this, you're better off at like 10, 15 grand. He makes like $800,000 or something. It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but he makes all this bread off this cashless shit. So this isn't, the thing hasn't fucking started yet. All right. We got fucking, uh, this dude just taking money left, right, and center. He's trying to, he's trying to get Ja Rule, Blink 182, Major Laser, Migos, and Morax there. That's what he's fucking marketing this shit. Some dudes check this shit out. He's like, hey, I know some of these guys and I don't know anything about this festival. He looks into it. He's like, have you guys been paid? No, we haven't. He's like, mm, that's fucking weird. Every artist he finds hasn't been paid. He's like, this is a stitch up. All the artists pull out, right? Everyone's bought their tickets, their plane tickets, all this shit. They arrive and it's like a concentration camp. It's like all these pre-used tents from Hurricane Katrina. That's their fucking accommodation, right? That's their accommodation. It starts pissing with rain. All the mattresses and shit gets wet. It turns into like fucking every man for himself. Everyone's stealing shit. Um, taking mattresses, destroying tents. So it's just like every man for himself, wild shit. Check this out. This motherfucker has Barbadians setting this whole thing up without paying the motherfuckers. Yo, the dude's a fucking scumbag. It all goes south and every, like it gets exposed. He was supposed to have like a fucking six-star chef or some shit there. Um, and then he ended up giving everyone ham and cheese sandwiches. It was a fucking disgrace, right? Anyway, he go, he goes, he gets arrested and shit, gets out on bail. He starts stitching cats up while he's out on bail. Doing this like, this fake shit, using the list from Fire Festival. He's emailing people saying, oh, I've got, I've got tickets for like floor seats at, at a Nick game for this much money. Just trying to stitch up these motherfuckers again, bro. You got Brody Grundy working for him. Fucking saying like, I knew this was bad. I knew this was bad news. Panicking, bro. Crying and shit. You got this redheaded dude. Fucking nerd. So funny, bro. Everything he says is 100% serious. And 100% funny. Now, I went through this thing at major speed just then. And I'm not sure how much sense I made, but I'm telling you this, watch this shit. Fire, I don't know what it's called, Fire, The Greatest Party That Never Happened or some shit like that on Netflix. It's trending. You'll find it in the trending section. 7.5 out of 10. I knew what was, I knew what was happening the whole time, but like behind the scenes, because I was in America when this shit all popped off. So I was like very aware of it. And I was like, if you are that much of a fucking follower, that much of a fucking pussy, bro, that you're you're just going to spend $10,000 on something because an influencer said that they're going to be there. You're a pussy and you deserve to lose your money. Like, and I thought that was dope. And then when I watched the, the fucking um, documentary, I remained thinking that because you are fucked, bro. You cats need to get off Instagram and start fucking figuring out what's what, man. Because you are, you are a sad motherfucker doing shit like that. If someone said like, 
What if I did this? If I said, oh, Boss Festival um, this New Year's, it's going to be bigger, better than Falls. And everyone's like, oh, but it's never happened. Like, prove it. And I just said to a few, a few influencers, hey, say this shit's going to be dope. And they did, and you came, bro. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even book acts. I'd just take the money and I'd have small print somewhere to make it legal. And I'd just be like, see what you've done? See what you've done with your fucking Instagram life, you fucking twat? And I would run away and I'd laugh and I would, and I would, I would take shits, bro, everywhere. And I'd bury my shit. And before I cover, I dig holes. I'd take a shit in a hole. And before I cover my hole and my shit with the dirt, I'd put your money on top of it. I'd have all your money in cash. And I'd put your money in my shit. And I'd cover it up. And I would never, I would never spend the money. I'd just take the money from you so you couldn't spend it. And I would cover it in my own human shit just to prove how much of an idiot you are. <laughs> um, 7.5 out of 10. Watch it. Um, it'll help you remember uh, what humanity actually is. Um, it may help you stop being such an Instagram fuckwit. Um, who knows? Who knows what it'll do for you? It. Sorry, I didn't mean to make all that noise if I did. Um, it just made me, it made me sick that somebody could do this to people, but it also made me laugh at the stupidity and the, the, the sheepishness. And I don't mean that in the way of being shy. I mean, it in the way of just being a fucking following beta, you bunch of betas, everybody that went there, none of the influencers actually went. they only went for the promo. So everybody that actually went was a fucking beta B E T A. That means you're not an alpha, bro. You're a beta. That means you're a bitch. That means, that means fool me once. Shame on. <laughs> I'm doing that George Bush shit again. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. You beta. I get to fuck you in the ass, bro. <laughs> That's some beta shit. Anyway, 7.5 out of 10. And then, um, um, Rebel in the Rye, also on Netflix. Now, this shit was starring Kevin Spacey. So I apologize for supporting this dude. Let me first off say he was great in it. It was before he was a gay fucking kitty fiddler. Okay. Um, the other guy's name was Nicholas Holt, who also did a great great job. I've got to tell you, I fell asleep in this one. Will I re-watch it? Did I care enough about it to re-watch it? No. But did I enjoy it while I watched it? Yes. Did the movie put me to sleep? No. I was tired as fuck already. But I actually really enjoyed it. It was like inspiring. And it. Um, I know this is not a motivational podcast. But this shit was very motivational. It was about doing what you love and having the will to do it for free. You love it so much that you want to do it for a job, but you'll do it for free. Now listen to this. Does this podcast have ads? No. Are we talking with between one and three companies right now about ads? Yeah, we fucking are. 
Do we want to keep that money coming in? Do we want to back up the Brinks truck? Do we want to stack them chips, bro, like Pringles? Yes. Yes, we do. Easy fucking money. Triple M, let them know. Easy money. Anyway, this movie, Rebel in the Riot, is about J.D. Salinger, I believe his name is. Salinger. Salinger. And, um... I, man, he was just... He just would not... He just kept taking feedback and learning and becoming this writer. And he got... I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. Tell you what, though. This fucking guy loved what he did. And it was important. And it is important to love what you do. And that's why I podcast. Because I fucking love it. I do what I do. Because it does what it does. And I do it fucking well. You understand? With the PhD of podcasts. I'm teaching the world how to podcast. I know how it roll, how, how, how it happens. I know how this shit works. You know? It's me. The boss man. I get it done. Every day. Um. Yeah, so... Uh, the costume and set design was great. There was flashback scenes for particular parts, which I thought was lazy and tacky, which took it down a bit and it took me out of the movie, but it brought me back in. That was mad Bruno. So I, I apologize for the, for the people actually watching this. That movement was mad suspect. Um, But yeah, uh, I gave that one a 7 out of 10. It's a reasonable score, especially from the boss man, especially in a movie I fell asleep in. Um, Rachel was watching it and she loved it. She cried a few times. She sounded sad. When she when she said it back to me, it sounded sad. I didn't watch it, but if I watched it, I'm sure it would have made me upset. If she just sang it, it made me feel a bit like, oh, that was a bit sad. I'm sure watching it would have made me emotional. Um, and I've watched one more fuck movie Fan-fucking-tastic. Do you want to know what it is? Yes, Clay, tell us. Come on, you've been on here for an hour and ten minutes. Okay. Stop bitching. Moaning and complaining. The Green Book. Mahershala Ali. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Let me tell you this. this. The friendship in this movie was fucking beautiful. And it made me want to cry happy tears. I think I did. I cried happy tears and sad tears in this movie. My, the quote of the movie, if I'm not black enough and I'm not white enough and I'm not man enough, then what am I? It shook me, bro. It shook me. I don't want to tell you what he's talking about. I'm sure he might be able to put one and one together. It ain't 11, bro. You might be able to figure that out for yourself, but I, I highly recommend this shit. I saw it in the theaters. Um, it was very fun, very very fun. No, no, the movie like it was good. It was a good date. It was fun date with Rachel. I fucking cried. It wasn't fun to watch. It's not a fun movie. It's not a family film. They're watching the holidays. I was fucking crying. I was crying. I've been through racism in my life. I've been through many things. I have friends. I was out with one tonight for dinner. Scott. I was out with him for dinner. He's been there. Walking down the street, we're talking to my other friend. And I was like, man, nigga, listen to me. I just said the N-word. 
because I can say that, right? This guy comes up to me, he's like, nigga, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga. Oh, what? You're a 45 year old white man? I was like, bro, come on. And then he threatened to stab me. And then I was so angry that I was like, show me the fucking knife. Let's do this. I was like, come on. That's the way I like it. <laughs> you know? And then the cops came, told me to keep it moving, dealt with these fucking racist fucks. And then Scott's like, what the fuck, man? Do people do that shit? Man, what? My whole life, bro. And then I've got like friends stick up for me. Like Scott, Scott was emotional, bro, about that. Scott hated that. Steve hates that shit. Corey hates that shit. You know? Friends, they stick up for you, bro. All my friends hate that shit. Not None of my friends would stand for it. I only named three of them. I have many friends and none of them stand for that shit. But like, they've seen it. All my friends, you could, you could get all my friends together and they could probably name at least one time that they've been there and seen that shit happen. High school, fuck. Primary school, bro. Bro. I fucking hated being black, bro, when I was a kid. Hated it. Didn't want to be black. Didn't want to be black. Didn't want curly hair. Wanted straight hair. Wanted blonde hair. Didn't want full, beautiful lips like I've got. Wanted thin little bitch, white boy lips. That's what I wanted. Because I just kept getting bullied. I had a girl come up to me. And try and give me a compliment. She said, oh, I love your lips. You've got nigger lips. What? How old was she, Clay? 13. 13 years old telling me I've got nigger lips, bro. And I... I... Grew up young, bro. I knew what that shit meant. And I hated that shit. I hated that bitch for that. I... I had a crush on a girl. I had a crush on a girl and I told her that I had a crush on her and I wanted her to be my girlfriend. And you know what she fucking told me? She she told me, she said, ooh, like E-W-W, ooh, why would I be your girlfriend? Your skin is the color of poo. Now that is juvenile. We were like 11, 12 years old, but like you still don't say that to a fucking human being. This is what I, this is what I've known for my whole fucking life. You know? Bumblebee. My school uniform was yellow, like a yellow, blue shorts and a yellow t-shirt. And I got called a bumblebee, bro, for wearing a yellow shirt. And I said... Why do you keep calling me a bumblebee? And this kid said, this kid said, because you're a nigger wearing a yellow and you're wearing yellow. So I beat his ass. Yes. And then I got in trouble. And then his dad came to the school and my friend, my friend, I don't know if I want to name him. I don't want to put him on the spot, but my friend said to his dad, like, 
my, I think my friend spat on him or something, or like told him to go fuck himself or something. And this and his and his dad, being a dad, obviously was like, "Hey, don't talk to my son like that." And my friend said he called my friend a nigger, and he and his dad, bro, said that he would only say that if he had to. What, bro? I'm I was born in 1990, and this is my childhood, man. I've had people walk by me and say, yuck, just say, yuck. Hey, like I told you before, I smell delicious at all times. So no, it wasn't that. Do I have booger on my fucking lip at all times? No. People say, yuck, sometimes I've gone into shopping uh, grocery stores and heard on the loudspeaker Security aisle four and the only person in aisle four is me. I've been walking down the street and people have crossed the street that have been walking towards me, crossed to the other side. I've been told I'm not allowed in clubs because I'm not dressed appropriately. What? Check this out. Check out what I was wearing. Dress shoes, dress pants, And a button down. Guess what the guy behind me was wearing? A short sleeve button down. With the buttons like his whole chest was out. He had shorts on. And he had flip flops on bro. And I wasn't wasn't dressed appropriately. You know. People say oh you know maybe you did some. Like it's not not always about racism. You You don't need to pull out the black card all the time. Hey. The black card is the last thing that I pull out. I've never actually pulled out the black card. I've never said to anybody, is it because I'm black? You know? What's known don't got to be explained. It's understood. And this movie really brought all that shit back. Brought it all back, bro. People get mad too. Like, they get into an argument. Get into a fight. People just start calling you nigger and shit. I've been... Playing sports and had white people call me nigger. Um, shit, bro. It's wild. No hard feelings, no hard feelings. Oh, for real? Next time I see you, I'm going to fuck your throat, bro, until you die. Like, (laughs) you know, like, no hard feelings. Oh, no. I just hated the color of my skin until I was like fucking 14 years old. Like, fuck, bro. Fuck. And then I had, I was a racist because of that. Fucking hated white people. I didn't like them. I didn't like them. I had a friend betray me once. I had a friend say the words to me, shut the fuck up, nigga. Because he knew how much that would hurt me. I fucking hated white people, man. For a long time. Didn't trust them. Didn't want to be around them. Didn't want to deal with them. Didn't want to buy from them. Didn't want to associate with them. Didn't want to go to fucking school. That's for sure. People say... Oh, Clay, like you you say you hated school and shit. That, you'll look back on that. That'll be the best part of your life. I think that was easily the worst part of my life. 
people deal with rejection in high school from like girls. That's easy. Girls, girls can be bitches in high school. They're all hormonal and all that shit. We just get stiffies. But like, <laughs> um, but like, I was getting rejected from girls and from guys. Like, and I'm not trying to like, I don't want to fucking, I don't want you cunts to feel sorry for me or nothing. But this movie, that's what this movie made me feel. And I think maybe I gave it a higher score because it brought so much emotion to me because it was so fucked up. So the green book, fuck, I didn't even explain it. The, the movie's about this friendship developed from this black guy who's a piano genius. He gets driven um, from town to town going on tour, this music tour going down south though. Um, and the driver's white and they actually develop this beautiful, beautiful friendship. Um, and the white guy starts seeing racism like properly. Like he was basically racist at that time. Um, you know, he, he was saying Mooley and, you know, all that fucking Italian jive shit. And then he didn't, he fucking saw it. He was seeing it every day, seeing how these, this guy was treated and how it was affecting him. And they became very, they became fucking super close friends. And, um, I was like, shit, I've got friends. I've got fucking writers like that. And I fucking love that about my friends, man. Fucking love that. I don't mean to get this heavy on the podcast, bro, but. That movie was heavy shit. It made me feel like that. And it made me really like remember who's been there for me. And that's why these people are still my fucking friends. And that's why my group is so fucking tight. These are my people. These are my people that are there for me through whatever. Through breakups, through fucking racism. When I fucking get arrested and shit. (laughs) You know? Get in fights. And they know that I'm there for them too. They've seen that shit too. They've seen the other side of that shit too, bro. Don't you worry. I'm no fucking pussy. You know? But that shit... I got emotional. I got mad emotional, man. Um, The acting was so fucking on point. I don't know the name of the guy that was the driver. uh, But he was great. Mahershala Ali was obviously great. He always is. Um, the locations, set design, costume design, fucking stunning. Um, you know, I, if, if a space movie comes out, if a space movie comes out, it's going to be, it's going to beat it. You know, set design or like some Lord of the Rings shit, you know, some blow it out of the water. But this movie is fucking unreal. I think it could win an Oscar for something. You know, there's a lot of fucking good competition, man. Good competition. But I'm going to tell you the score that I gave it right now. I've been leaving you on the edge of your seats. I've been talking this personal shit. Getting a little deep. Getting a little deep. I'm not crying though, but I got a little deep for you guys. Brought that realness out. See? See? See how this is different to Instagram? Post a picture of my fucking asshole and, and, and tell you about the racism that I've been through. Fuck nah. I'll tell you that on here. Real niggas only. It's funny. That is like... That's funny that I said the N-word, bro. Just said. You understand? Bro, don't let that shit go over your head. Alright? Like, this this shit for me... Easy money. It's easy money, bro. So don't worry about it. But... 9 out of fucking 10. The Green Book. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you what the Green Book is. So you know those books that we used to have in cars that were maps? 
Like that's how you get from A to B instead of Apple Maps or Google Maps, GPS, TomTom, whatever the fuck you got. So that's what this thing was, but it was for Negroes, for black Americans. Because it would tell you what hotels and shit were colored hotels, what were white hotels, what were mixed hotels, all that shit. What towns were sunset towns where black people weren't allowed out after sunset. All this wild shit. That's what a green book is. And that's what they used for the trip. And that's why it's called green book. And, um, yo, if you guys are as tired of my voice as I am, I apologize. I got real with you guys tonight. Um, I hope you enjoy the honesty. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I loved the episode. We talked about a lot of shit. Um, there was a story I wanted to tell you, but I didn't have time. This is an hour and 25 minute episode. Like, that's too long, bro. That's too long. Um, but I enjoy doing this and I have to do it. I have to do it. I love you guys. Hit me on Instagram at welcome to the potty on Twitter at welcome potty. Um, on Facebook at welcome to the potty www.welcometothepotty.com for all your welcome to the potty needs and um, welcome to the potty at gmail.com please keep sending in this crazy uh, listen to this fuck shit and poor posture of the week um, have a good weekend be safe happy Australia day um, please uh, keep our indigenous people in mind and um, as always man bum bum Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to